we're in Merritt, BC. I'm just doing a quick recording. I'm at a truck stop across from um, a Best Western hotel, a new, relatively new hotel. It's completely empty. Um, the hotels, motels are, are empty. We stayed in one uh, yesterday. Uh, last night we stayed in the, in the truck stop and uh, there was nobody there at that one either. That was, I don't even know where that was, but Langley, BC, I think. Abbotsford, in between. Anyway, um, hardly any transport trucks, nobody at the motels, roads are fairly quiet, and the uh, economy is nice and still. And that would ripple into just every industry, wouldn't it? Just everything from taxis to uh, people who clean up at the hotels. I was kicked out of Walmart yesterday. I went in to pick up a few things, and I was picking up um, those two feet by two feet, sort of three-quarter inch rubber, uh, you know, play mat things, and you clip them together like puzzle pieces. And I wanted to put them on the uh, solar panel sort of in an emergency if we get hail because we got hit with hard snow coming through central BC. I'll get something figured out that's a little better because I brought them out. I went up on the roof, and they weren't going to fit. So... Um, I brought them back into Walmart. They're still in the package. They were only out of the store for a minute. And uh, there's a little sign at uh, at their counter, at the return counter, saying we don't accept returns because of COVID. So I asked to talk to the manager, and it's, it didn't, it's not a big deal. It's like 13 bucks, and we can use it as a play mat, but we're limited for space, so I don't like to take anything that we, you know, we don't really need. So he explained, yeah, they're not taking anything back. I said, well, it's your job. I mean, if you have an issue with... Uh, with the Consumer Protection Act or, you know, honoring warranty and things like that, then you should have a separate truck or something and you put the product in there. I'm not responsible for your the supply chain at the end. It's a, it's a Walmart business and it's a Walmart business model. And he's saying, well, you know, I need to talk to Walmart. It's, <laughs> nobody talks to Walmart head office. You know what I mean? It's not, I don't anyway. Um, I used to deal with them though and I used to sell products through them and I've seen their, their inside uh their inside info, which is essentially they just want everybody dealing with China. China wants 90, China wants world manufacturing, but they set a goal for 95%, I think it was, or 90%. And then uh, Walmart started getting all of their big suppliers to start uh, manufacturing in China. He pretty much had to move to China, have somebody on the line. Not a good company for America. I'm not sure what's going to happen to Walmart. But anyway, um, so I, I know, you know, I was talking logic, and then they're talking COVID, and I said, "Listen, you just really believe there's a pandemic? Does anybody here know anybody that's sick, or has knows anybody who knows anybody that's sick?" And nobody knew anybody that's sick, and I said, "Because a pandemic, a real pandemic, is a 17% mortality rate." And I said, "Nobody's sick. I've called all around BC, and the hospitals they're empty." Anyway, so um, the manager said, "You're going to have to leave the store," and I, I'm just talking. I'm not yelling. I'm not. I'm not even angry. Um, but I'm, I'm frustrated. So, but I'm not outwardly frustrated. I'm other than just challenging the fact that, uh, you know, challenging the stupidity. There should be a stupid tax, or something like that, um, for people that are extremely stupid. <laughs> anyway, um, so on the way out the door, I'm walking. I said, okay, great. And I'm walking out the door, and then one of the uh, staff members with a mask says, you know, there's people dying all over the place in other countries. And I said, well, not in New Zealand and not in Australia. That's four in a million. I said, you're just, you're buying into CNN and CBC and it's not true. So then they call security because I actually stopped to answer her. And I was right at the door, like in the doorway, because there are customer services right next to the exit door. So I'm just halfway in the threshold of that, of the exit door and I'm being ushered out by security. And I, so I turned around and I stopped in the doorway because I don't like being ushered anywhere. 
And I, and I looked at him. I said, do you seriously believe that there's a pandemic going on? And he, and he absolutely certainly did. Uh, and so I'm thinking, I would love to take these people back in time to a real pandemic, like the Black Plague, you know, bring out your dead kind of plague. Because it's, it's just incredible. You could tell these people anything, anything at all. You could tell them, you know, if you're the mainstream media, you could tell them the sky is actually, I don't know, lime. And it's never been blue. And it just looks like it's blue, but it's actually a completely different color. And they would be talking at lunch about how beautiful the lime sky is. It's that bad. Um, I've, over the last couple of days, felt myself... Uh, anybody want to buy a playmat? I'm just kidding. Over the last couple of days, I've felt like I've been torn between different realities. I know there's two extreme realities, a very high vibe, very low vibe one. And I feel there's different paths to both. Uh, the slow path, the fast path, depends. If you can focus on love, focus on the people who are awake, connect to them, and then try to send love into, from my understanding, it's into Gaia, it's into the everybody, all the people, and into, let's say, um, you know, the universe kind of thing. Center of the universe. Essentially, you're connecting above and below and self. Yep, we're still in the truck stop. And, uh, and don't worry about any predictions people are making because there's too many timelines in between. I wanted to do a recording... And I started to do it, and I, I, it's really hard to do it because I don't really, I there's no way to sort of say, hey, this is what's going on, man. It's going to be really reflective of who you are as to what you're afraid of. Are you afraid of earth changes, of uh, coronavirus, of um, politics, um, of the things that might happen to do with all of that? I mean, it's the thing to focus on now is uh, to sort of be in the now and let go of all of that stuff. And if your mind drifts to things that piss you off, um, try to focus on something else, basically. And don't go to Walmart. And that's what pissed me off, actually, with Walmart is we were buying the stuff. There's no sign saying you can't bring anything back to Walmart. That's at the return counter in a small note. And that kind of pissed me off. So I think it's Walmart's uh, using, going to use every tactic it can to um, weather its financial storm by not taking any returns. Maybe that reduces staff and it obviously it reduces... Uh, a loss, you know, reverse, it slows down reverse logistics <laughs> kind of thing, which stores don't like to do. But, I mean, Walmart's parking lot is empty. Nobody's camping there. I'm looking at it now. We're in the truck stop across the street from that. And there's just a few staff. I suppose it's still early, though. But there's no campers or anything like that. Um, there's one van or a truck. I can't tell what it is. Uh, gas is expensive here in Merritt compared to BC. It's one, I don't know, it's like 110 or something like that. It was 85 just a couple of hours back. So uh, I guess small towns are charging more, or maybe it's just quieter in small towns and they charge more. I'm not sure. I'll be happy to hit the wheat fields of Alberta because, uh, and I'm going to pick up probably a month or three or whatever it is, just sort of basic groceries uh, and extra water and propane because I really, I'm not buying into any particular timeline, but I was aware and I was told that uprisings will are are gonna you know sweep Europe and come to Canada and sweep Canada or North America I guess, um, and if that's the case, you know that, if that's what it takes to wake people up, and that's where I'm gonna be. I really don't want to be in them. Uh, we have a job also to hold sort of balance and and not you know I'm not the guy to be in there. I I stand up for what I believe in and I need to I don't know. You know, I'm already doing my work now. I'm, t I'm talking to different people as we go across uh, BC and Alberta because nobody else is. Nobody else has even considered the idea that this is a great big pile of BS. Um, 
Yeah, we, we went to get a coffee at McDonald's, which, you know, I'm not impressed with the with their alignment to, what is it? Is the elite just own every major corporation because every major corporation bought right into this. And they, these are not stupid people at the top, right? And, and I mean, they, they blew apart their profits since, the, since 2016, since the election and fighting Trump and shit like that. And, you know what I mean? It's just all the mainstream media, Target, all the big companies, Starbucks, Hollywood... Are they just totally controlled by some other... Like, I just don't get it. And the, and the more we go on, the stupider people get when when they... I don't know, you know, when, when they're addressing things. They either go completely blank because not only do they not have an answer, they can't even hear what you're saying. They're different. They're blanked out. It's, it's like a little mini seizure. And then... And these would be the... Let's say there's people who are sort of relaxed and laid back and they're nice, you know, in, in generally speaking... Uh, but they don't buy into um, an awakened perspective, and so they blank out, and that's that's what I'm noticing. And then the people who are sort of really low vibe, they just lose their shit, basically. Get out of my store! You can't challenge my beliefs. Um, I'm not even sure why I get kicked out. I forgot to ask. <laughs> I, I just didn't, assumed it was because I was disagreeing with COVID, and maybe in hindsight, maybe it's because I was. Uh, demoralizing store staff I have no idea or causing a health hazard and the idea of not believing in it I, I'm not sure why I get kicked out um, but I'm curious but I'm not going to bother asking <laughs> I won't be going back into that Walmart I may never go into Walmart again you know anyway um, we went to McDonald's to get a coffee because it's you know just quick and we're too big too tall to go through the drive-thru and we, we weren't allowed to walk through the drive-thru you have to go get an app you know what I mean so, fuck that shit. You know what I mean? Where do these companies go? They're, they don't compete anymore. You know, Apple doesn't compete anymore. They tell the consumers what it, everything. They tell the consumers how everything's going to be used. Same with Google. It's like, uh, I mean, I used to live in a reality where businesses used to compete to survive. Um, it was just the nature of business. And now they don't. I don't quite understand it. Now they decide everything uh whether the consumer likes it or not it's as though i don't know it's, it's just too much economy of scale in the big companies and they just don't give a shit anymore scary it's scary and it's all going to turn around consumers are going to take their power back on every level and it's going to be fun to watch because the uh, corporate side of things man they way overstepped you know back in the day it was like the soap maker he had uh the stores by the you know by the balls so to speak and he would set the stage for what was happening. He was the manufacturer. And then the store started to get bigger. And then they set the stage. Uh, consumers also had a point of control. and uh, Or I guess the consumer had a point of control. So branding came in. I can't remember what it was. But essentially, the power moved from the manufacturer to the store um, to the consumer to... I don't know what the hell it is now. It's, uh, it's, it's to the store, but it seems to be to government like uh, China government um, establishing a nation as, as the world's leading manufacturer, controlling and devaluing money and doing all kinds of shit to compete. It just got to the point where the competitive advantages and strategic, uh, the strategic sustainable competitive advantages went all the way to, to the point where things got corrupt to the core within countries. Um, and, you know, all of this backdoor money that, uh, and the, the sort of blackmailing and bribery and bid rigging and all that kind of crap. The the God economy, economy guns, oil and drugs and 
trafficking and shit like that, opiates, pharmacy. It just got so bad, didn't it? Just so bad. And, you know, and it's just mind-blowing. Nope, nothing going on here. You know, this is the 3D world. Everything's the way it should be. We're not slaves. This is the American dream, which was dead a long time ago. You'd have to be, as George Carlin said, you'd have to be asleep to believe it. And yet this, there it is. And I guess, you know, it's funny that the age of about 50 years old, and not everybody, uh, the age of about 50, for those who woke up, sort of the majority, you can see it in statistics, uh, let's say YouTube statistics, the average person is, is give or take five years around 50, a few in the 65, and very, very few under that. Uh, and it's because we had to see, we had to grow up through, I don't know, the, the different crises and the fake media, uh, the CNN stories that got caught that were fake. Um, whatever it was, we needed to see a bigger picture in order to understand that was what was going on and what was unfolding and how serious it was. And, uh, and to be there, I guess, for, you know, some of us in 87 for the harmonic conversions and to experience what it was like before and after 911. I mean, we just needed a bigger perspective to understand that what was happening was not good. It's not good. And uh, then also to be able to experience Mandela effects to such an extent that it's, wow, okay, we're not in Kansas anymore. And to actually have an education that was an education and not some sort of um, propaganda exercise. Twelve years of propaganda. Get your kids in here. Let's get them vaxxed up real good early. You know what I mean? Like real early. We get you 70-some vaccinations before you even have a chance to develop your immune system. Let's get you into some public education and, you know, we'll grind you out in the other end. You'll be a perfect little drone, government worker, um, and toe the line, and, and we'll, we'll have you programmed up to be social police, social engineers. Um, we'll call it environmental studies, though, and uh, you can go out there and punish everything that moves the wrong way. And we'll make it green. We'll line you with the color of Mother Nature, although hippies don't run green anymore. They never did. Carbon tax is the best thing that ever happened to oil companies because it funds governments and they'll never let that money go. The incredible stupidity that's out there, it's just beyond belief, really. And this is the fr my frustration because I have to go off into the corner in the field, basically, and uh, because I don't play nice with that, with this other stuff. So there's no place to go. I just sit in the field with my family and wait for this thing to blow up, which is a good thing that it's this year because I've been everywhere else. This has been a year, a long journey since 2016, and even before that, it was 2013 where I realized there's something weird going on, but I did, just not on this level. It was just, okay, there's weird shit. I, something's not right. And then 2014, you know, where life finished sort of imploding as bad as it could get. And then 2015, the beginning of 2015, it was like, holy shit, what's, what the hell's going on? I actually ran into Moneybags Channel uh, somewhere in 2015. He was talking about blood moons or something like that, and... Uh, because I was trying to find out what the fuck was going on. I mean, my reality was splitting apart. It was. It didn't make any sense. Everybody's going nuts. Everybody's getting angry. Friends were doing weird shit. Um, coworkers were. Everything was backfiring. Uh, statistically, it you know it was as though I died and gone to fucking hell basically, and until uh, I finally just I just gave up. And then things changed, but I mean, Moneybags is going through the same thing, you know, I mean, going through the same idea or same process of, of uh, understanding that something was, something had, was coming, something had changed. I remember it was up in the mountain with my family and a friend, a photographer, looking at the blood moon at that time, and I was thinking, shit, man, I just, I feel it, but I don't know what it is yet. Anyway, so that's where we're at. There's no point in trying to, uh, 
I'm doing it anyway because I feel intuitively nudged to at least say, hey, you know, if, if somebody's doing something and, and uh, it's frustrating me, like the bathrooms are absolutely disgusting now across Canada, and it's just because there's no staff. It's not because they're being used. It's because people can't afford to pay staff to keep up on things like open a restaurant or, uh, you know, earlier, keep it open late or whatever, or keep the bathrooms clean. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, I don't know where it was. The frustrating things. Um, that doesn't matter. So I'm going to hit the road here. Uh, that's where it's at. Uh Two skis, one in 5D, one in 3D. Probably want to jump off the 3D one, let it go, come into neutrality. Um, if you don't have to interact with the outside world, congratulations, awesome, you're in a great spot. Ride it out and uh, expect the best. Expect some pretty crazy catalysts, but expect to be buffered from them. Maybe pick up some extra food, why not? You know, just a bit of extra rice or something like that. I mean, I'd, who knows what happens if things get a little bit crazy. It's good to just to sort of have some extra supplies on hand. I'm not that guy and I've not done it, but I think I'm going to pick up a few extra things because I get an intuitive nudge to, um, to have downloaded some books to read, to just relax, take it easy, to understand that we are truly alone, Adina and I and Julie, as far as any sort of outside, um, you know, friends and family and stuff like that, that we are truly on our own with you, the soul family. Um, so we're self-reliant, and the best thing that we can do is just sort of let this thing play out. It's not in our control uh, other than the timeline we choose to experience it through. So getting in shape, playing a little Frisbee, walking around the pond, uh, having enough food and water for maybe a couple of months, and uh, or maybe three months, because I mean, we're not buying, we're probably not even going to use the fridge, just a few, you know, extra dry goods. And uh, keep the solar panel protected so that we have a little electricity for, you know, to run some fans, keep things cool. Don't give a shit about the electronics. I feel like I, you know, the breaking my two phones has completely changed my habit. Uh, the little phones versus the tablet. I have an older tablet. It's a pain in the ass. Tablet's got other, you know, issues with it, but it makes it so I don't want to use it that often. You can't just hold it in one hand and flip through it and check this or check that, so... I, uh, and even reading, I don't know, man, I just, I've got a really big nudge to just not, and I mentioned it before, but just to sit back and take a breather. I think it's the frequency that's created by being on a tablet or a phone or a computer, you know, you're sort of still in that 3D world connected to it. And I think the more that we're capable of breaking away from it and, um, leaving it behind because it carries so much of a frequency from 3D that we come into more connected uh, state of being with nature and uh, with family and friends or whatever it is that you're connected with. But it brings us into a more organic frequency rather than the technical frequency. And although there will be tech and quantum tech and things like that in our future, it'll be sort of organically based or on a foundation of, of uh, something that's more human. In other words, tempered. It'll be tempered. AI will be tempered with um, life, with... Um, a different kind of vibe. It's under 20 minutes. It's been a frustrating drive, but I'm happy to be with my family. And I'm happy to be able to connect with you guys. And I focus on you guys now. As uh, as thoughts pop up to being in a world that's frustrating, I'll just start thinking about the things that I do like. So I'll be focusing on what I want, not what I don't want. And uh, let's leave it at that, and I'll talk to you later.